Hello, hello. Hi, Nana. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. We're inching with. It's getting cooler on my side of town. Yes, it's definitely getting cooler here too. I live uh, in the south, and like a week or two ago, it was literally 108 degrees, with the feels like of 114. So this week has been considerably cooler. So I am very grateful for that. Oh, uh, I'm not grateful. It made me sad because it's not even like it's cool. It's like yeah. I need a sweater. I went back into the house to get a oh, sweater. Oh, no, no. Yeah. I'm definitely grateful. I burnt myself on my car seat, so I can't deal with that kind of heat. <laughs> but anyway, we are going to talk about episode 11, the penultimate episode. I can't believe we're almost done. Oh, my gosh. But episode 11 called The Drought. Yes. Before I get into this episode, we did have a listener question. And we got it from at Fabgrad. And it said, well, it's a question slash a review. It says, hi, ladies. I look forward to listening to your podcast so much that I always try to tune in a day too early. And I'm sad when I realize it's only Tuesday. And the one podcast airs on Wednesday. I feel like that was a little thing. She said one podcast. I mean, that was <laughs> but she said one podcast. No fan sticking to one <laughs> episode. But thank you so much for liking us so much that you look forward early. But the thank question you. was, what are your thoughts on being friends with your partner's ex, a la Carrie, and Big's ex, or Issa and Condola, for those of you who watch Insecure? Do you think it's easier for women to befriend their partner's exes versus men? Do you mm. want to go first or no? Sure, I'll, I'll go first. I'm guessing this is in um, regards to, I can't remember the exact episode number, but the one where Carrie meets Big's ex-wife. Yeah. My, <laughs> my views, I think, is a bad idea, to tell the truth. Um, I'm one of those people that I don't see any issue in being like quote unquote friends or friendly or okay with like an ex but just for like an your partner's ex to me that's a bit weird like of all the people in the world why does it have to be that person you have to be friends with and I just feel like there's going to be tension no matter how much you ignore it. I just feel like it's an issue that will come out eventually. So save yourself the headache. I'm not saying you have to be unfriendly or you can't be cool and cordial with a person, but to be actual friends with, I just think that's doing a bit too much. What do you think? Um, I don't think it's necessary. Whether being yes. friends with your ex or being friends, but I do think the two examples mentioned are different. Partner's ex a la Carrie is because Carrie's a nutbag. And then, but Issa and Condola, it was just by situation. They did not know. Carrie yes. knew, and Issa and Condola, they did not know. So it was kind of a situation where it was kind of awkward. Um, yes. I get it. I completely get, especially if it's on friendly terms. And I do think there are exceptions when, you know, exes are friends, and then you can be friends with the exes. Uh, par- the Independently, ex. right? Yeah, no, I can see it through if you can be the friends of the partner's ex, but I will not say that they're the norm. It's the exception because yeah. as human beings, or maybe it's just me, it's just hard. There's no way a comparison isn't going to come off or come up or think about how this person knows your partner intimately in some way. It's kind of something like not that everybody doesn't have a past, 
Mm-hmm. Relationship is different, but they have been on that level at some point in their lives. Mm-hmm. So the assumption is if you're in a relationship, you've seen someone at their worst and at their best. Mm-hmm. So you've also experienced it. And I don't want to be your soul sister in there and know that you know, like I know it exists. I don't want to know that it exists every day by having yes. a friendship um, with and you. Even in the two examples we were given, in Big's case, that's his ex-wife, which I think is a big deal. And in Issa and Condola's case, her and Lawrence were in a relationship for over five years. I just feel like, uh, what's the point? And I do know Issa became friends with Condola and then found out. But I feel like I would have taken a step back in that instance. I just think it's, it's too much. Yeah. I do think it's different if you became friends through your partner. But even mm. then... Because there are situations where you come, you come friends through your partner, and then you guys become even greater friends. But I will just put the caveat that it's the exception, not the norm. But the other yes. part of the question was: Do you think it's easier for women to befriend their partners' exes versus men? <laughs> yes, I can't see any single person I've dated being okay with being friends with someone I used to date. Men are just weird <laughs> about things yeah. like that. My answer was going to be the opposite, actually. Really? <laughs> I think it will be harder for women to digest uh-huh. that, you know, I'm being friends with this woman. Like, what is that about? Like, it's just weird. But with men, because I don't know, they're sometimes just, sometimes they're loyal. Very, let's say fair, right? They're loyal to their gender, regardless of the person that is just mm-hmm. like, that's my dude or whatever that I just thought maybe it would be but then on the flip side i do hear what you're saying they do have that jealousy streak like yeah you know someone who's been in my woman so yeah yeah that possessiveness they don't want to be around anybody that you used to date that's just yeah. in my experience so yeah. yeah so i guess we don't have an answer for that but listen we <laughs> do have an answer we'd love to hear so yeah but thanks for sending in the question at fabgrad we appreciate it glad to know people are listening Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so back to the episode, episode 11, as I said, the drought. And the summary for this is, this is the episode where the all the girls have sex issues to varying degree. Carrie wonders what the normal amount of having sex is, what is enough, what is not enough. Samantha tries celibacy. That's laughable. Um, <laughs> Charlotte, Charlotte has someone who cannot get it up. And Miranda, who they treat like a stepchild, is going through a dry spell. What did you think of the episode? Um, I thought it was okay. It was okay. I know that's very non-committal, but that's how I felt about it. It was okay. It wasn't the best and it wasn't the worst. So what did you think? I can agree with that. My dominant emotion was frustration with Carrie. Like, oh, I'm so yeah. glad the finale is coming because I see it coming to a head. I'm just like, what is wrong with this woman? You are not 25. What is the problem exactly? And as I'm thinking, I don't know. I don't remember. Do we even get to see like her background, her parents? Because I don't know what happened to her, but something, something didn't click. Yeah. I'm so sorry, guys. I feel like Tane and I are always on the carry hate train, but she just makes it so easy, guys. She makes it so easy. (laughs) But anyways, let's dive into the episode. So Carrie starts and is telling us how New York City, because New York City is so special and so different, is all about sex. Because the rest of the people just stare at the walls. But um, 
<laughs> big, big and Carrie are in bed eating ice cream, and she's telling us how they've got comfortable enough to sleep together, which is just weird to me. You're in a relationship, but okay, maybe it does make sense in some way. We get a montage of them showing showing them in various positions of sleeping, and it made me think I was going to ask you, Nana, because I feel like I need the answer. But are you a cuddler? No. Okay. <laughs> What did you I think mean, I, I was thought, going to say? I thought you were going to say no. You don't like <laughs> anything that has to do with love or mushiness or anything. That's such so. a lie. Do you know what? I am the biggest romantic. Like, honestly and truly. I love, I love oh, cheesy com- No, I do. No, listen. I'm going to break this down to you. I love cheesy, like, romantic comedies. I love books about love. I love love. I just... I'm always scared of somebody screwing me over. So I just don't really show it to the people I date very easily. But I've said it before, I'm working on it because I've just, in my ripe old age, it's just dawned on me. I just feel like you're wasting life in some sort of way. You can't always live life halfway and being scared of being like hurt. So I'm trying to do what other people um, do and just like go for stuff, knowing that, yeah, you may get hurt, but the whole point is you can bounce back. You're not going to die. So I want to be, the love I feel inside, I'm trying to be more expressive with it, but I'm not a naturally expressive person at all. So yes, on the surface, no. I don't like, I don't like love and I'm hard, but I'm just not a cuddler. I'm just, I don't like, I don't like to be touched unless it's for a particular reason. Particular, yeah. That's so you love love if it's fiction, but if it's real life, then you kind of, eh. Yeah, because real life, People are disappointing. Sorry, <laughs> but they are. And she makes my point and argues with me. But okay. But anyways, I was right. I was like, Nana's not a cuddler. But I just thought to ask, just in case, you surprised me. <laughs> but <laughs> are you a cuddler? Yes. Okay. It doesn't last cool. long, but because you know you get hot. But I do like it. I like being held. Okay. Okay. So it's morning time. And, you know, they're doing the morning, hugging each other. She gives him a kiss. And then from nowhere, we just hear a toot. She farted. Big is amused, and he's laughing out loud. Carrie is so embarrassed. And, in fact, her words were she was mortified. And then she runs out of there like a little child. Is this an overreaction? I, I, I like, yes. Can I just what? say, I'm not one of those, I don't like to fight in front of other people. I actually think, funnily enough, me and you, we had this conversation like a few weeks ago. I am yeah. not somebody, like, I'd, even family members, I get very irritated. And my brothers know I get irritated, so they delight in farting in front of me. But I hate it. I think it's rude, <laughs> personally. I'm like, why can't you just excuse yourself? Especially if we're in a gathering. I'm not a farter at all. Okay. It's just ever since I was young, it's just not something I'm comfortable with. But if I were to accidentally fart in front of somebody, I would never act the way Carrie acted. I was like, girl, come on. I'd be embarrassed, but I'd be like, ah, my bad. And just like move on. (laughs) So So that's what I was going to say is like, I get it. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not the best of things to fart in front of somebody, even if it's your boyfriend or whatever. Because I thought about it. Of all the people I dated, dated quotes or not in quotes. I never farted in front of them. The only person I've ever farted in front of is my husband now, which is still mm-hmm. bad, but it's like, eh. But <laughs> I don't know that the way she reacted, I was like, did you shoot somebody? Like, you accidentally. It wasn't even like, you know what? I can't hold this any longer. I got to let it go. He's going to deal. 
you just accidentally like i feel like her reaction made it worse than the Thank actual thing. big deal because i'm like yeah. okay you know, there's some people who are like you know how there's some people who are like maybe real is the word feminine or girly girls and it's just no, like okay, it. anything like that so maybe it's like a it's normal but i just thought it was personally an overreaction but she says she didn't call him all day and she tried to lose herself in work i'm like carrie was a fart like come on to go but, to your point i consider myself a girly girl i think i'm definitely a girly girl i'm a girly girl who's got some masculine tendencies but i don't I would never act like that. I don't think it's normal to act in the way she did. It's incredibly childish, like you said. Yeah, Guys, they were if you didn't watch the episode, Carrie literally is like hiding under the covers. She immediately yeah. grabs her stuff and like runs out because she farted. <laughs> like she made her reaction made everything so much worse. <laughs> Biggest like is worse under the covers. I <laughs> know <laughs> no, that bit that bit made me laugh too. <laughs> but um yeah, but I uh, the, the other part that made me laugh was like every time she tried to work and type and she kept hearing the fart in her head and they played it out loud. I was like, oh my God. I was like, oh. Oh. So, the next day, she and Big are at dinner and then she says she, real, she realizes how childish um, she was being, but then she decided to deny its existence because of course it's Carrie. But which is probably what she should have done in the beginning and just let it go. But Big is not going to let anything go. So he puts a cushion on her seat and then she sits down and it makes the loud you know, noise and then they laugh about it. And then Carrie says, every relationship has that moment where romance gives way to reality. So I think this was it for them. So, I mean, that was, I thought it was a cute moment. Do you think it was cute or? No, I actually did like that because everyone does have that, that moment when you finally become very comfortable with somebody. <laughs> so yeah, I did think it was cute how he acted about it. And I like seeing that side of Big just yeah. kind of the playful because i feel like men are like that no matter what age they are there is always that little kid inside of them so it was nice to see it come out and yeah that was cute see guys we said something nice <laughs> but i will say i cannot remember if i've mentioned this in the podcast or not but i've always been surprised and more impressed by chris how do you say not, not yeah not yes. acting as big because he has such disdain for the character um, yes. I don't know. Have I mentioned this before? You've mentioned it to me, but I don't know if you've mentioned it on the podcast. So, yes, guys, for those who don't know, he didn't like the, he doesn't like corny, he doesn't like romantic, and he thought sometimes it would be corny, it would be romantic. So, he didn't like the portrayal. And you know how big is like so, you know, in his nice suits and so buttoned up and things. He's not like that. He's like, I'm a slop. I like sweats. I like to chill. So, he just, Every time he talked about it, it sounded like actual disdain about it. And I'm like, wow, like, I could never have been able to tell that you were so opposite from this person. So I think this moment was like a cute balance of him not being as buttoned up. But actually, in general, I think looking back, Big likes to laugh. Actually, he, does, he, he doesn't really like serious moments because he bypasses nice. it and, you know, laughs about it. But yeah, all to, all, overall, I think this was a good uh, moment for them. So then later on, Carrie tries to have sex with Big and Big just says he's exhausted. And she says this is the first time they slept together. together, And now this is three times in a row. She starts to get worried. And of course, instead of telling Big, she goes to tell Miranda. And Miranda starts bitching and says, try three months. And Carrie is horrified. And I just want to, why do people act like if they don't have sex, the world is over? Like everyone, mm. like, 
three months. Personally, I mean, I'm not ashamed to say it. Three months is not a long time to me. Like, it three is. Three months is nothing, especially if you're not in a relationship. Come on. And she's not yeah. dating regularly. It doesn't seem like three. When she said three months, I was, I, I think I literally said girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, come Terry on. Gave her that look. Like, oh, God. You know, whatever. But just in general, because I remember when the quarantine started and everyone was just like, oh, my God. If you have it. At that point, it was only like a month. And I'm just like, why is everybody acting like? I'm like, is everybody really having sex that much, or no, they're not. Just a thing, like you just saying it, or is it really a thing? Like people act like when people don't have sex, like we've always said on this podcast, everyone goes at different pace, different things for different people. Even if you're horrified by it, be horrified for yourself and not for somebody else. Like just let it be. But I didn't That's think. That's a good point. I didn't think. I wanted to. I wanted to ask you. Um, did you think it was that weird for him to have not had sex with her three times in a row that she slept? So I'm guessing it was, what, three nights? Maybe, okay, let's be generous and say a week they hadn't had sex. Did you think that like, was that weird? Okay. I, I tried to, I thought about this too, and I didn't know how to say it. I didn't think it was weird, but in their scenario, I can see why she was worried. What okay. makes it what makes it huge was she thinks the fart affected it, but that aside, for the fact that you know every time they've been together, they've been sleeping together all the time, you know, so to her it's like you know expected, and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. it's breaking the norm, and he's not even you know saying anything, and she has no idea because the problem I always say if you're in a relationship with someone, if you don't give information, the other party is going to make up information in their head. Yeah. So they're going to fill in the gaps. They're going to fill in the gaps, mm-hmm. and it will be wrong, and feelings are not fact. So, you know. Do you know what? Not to like, <laughs> I said not to put my personal business out there like I haven't been for the last 10 episodes of this podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm one of those, I don't know, I do find it weird if you're like regularly intimate with somebody, then all of a sudden, like something's up or, or like even if they say no one time, yeah. it does feel like the world is ending. And yes. then you start thinking, oh my gosh, what's wrong? Like, is it this or that? And sometimes it's like, no, I'm just tired or yeah. I'm just not in the mood or something. But I I understand why she kind of freaked out yes. about it. I just wanted to know how you felt. Yeah. Yes, I understand why she did. Because the other part, which I've seen sometimes, I don't know if it applies for everyone, is women don't take rejection very no. well. So whenever, like, you know how we always say, oh, we don't want to turn down a man. I don't want to have sex with you or whatever. They're kind of used to that. But for a woman, if a man turns her down, especially if she made the first move, a woman's going to be like, oh, my God, he turned me down. Something's wrong with me. I can do it. And it becomes a huge deal. So, you know. 100%. Sorry. Yeah. I don't take rejection well. <laughs> I can speak for myself. And I think a lot of women feel the same way. Because yeah. you're like, there must be something wrong. Yes, the absolute of something. And you've seen these memes where sometimes the guy's just thinking about like maybe his football club or soccer for <laughs> Americans didn't do yeah. well. And he's just thinking about that. And the woman's like, oh my God, what did I do? I'm not yes. hot in It's that cellulite. It's that stretch mark. Is that. And the guy's just like, yo, Liverpool just failed me today. So. Hey, why did it have to be Liverpool? You think you're slick. <laughs> you think you're slick. Liverpool will never fail in Jesus' name. You'll never walk alone. Thank you. You think you're slick. Guys, I don't care, but this girl is trying to play me, okay? <laughs> I don't know what I did. I just gave an example. Whatever. <laughs> but, um... So, but, um, Carrie does say not doing it when you're with someone 
means more than when you're not with someone, which I have to agree. Yes. Although on the flip side, when you are with someone, there's a lot more involved. Like, you know, it could be outside influences. You could be stressed at work. You could have school, Mm -hmm. you could be soft. So it doesn't necessarily mean, because whenever you're in a relationship, especially if you've been in like a long term, I don't know how long Big and Care have been at this time, but there are lulls. There's sometimes you can't stop going at it. You're going at it all the time. And then it's just like, oh, nothing happens. But as you Mm -hmm. learn to, you know, know the person, you understand you know, the patterns or what's going on or to not to read meaning into it. But the whole center of everything is from the beginning. Carrie has not felt comfortable with big. Forget the part, forget everything else. She's been trying to please him from the beginning that they met, that everything is just, you know, a big deal. But anyways, she goes back and forth. She hasn't been a hundred percent herself either. Yes. 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 So Miranda asked her, why are you so worried? I thought everything was comfortable. And then she's like, oh, I got too comfortable and told her about the fart. And now he thinks of me as one of the boys and he looks and wants to have sex. And now I have to move. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> See, if you had more faith in yourself, you'd just be like, I farted. So what? I'm still the shit. And move on with your life. Thank you. <laughs> like, this, like, how many days has it been now? I'm just like, go. You, uh, you know my issue with Carrie? Like, I have to keep going back. Sometimes I understand why she feels the way she does or why she freaks out about some of the things she does. But I just feel like I can only extend her a little bit of grace because it's the kind of issues you'd stress out about if you're a teenager or in your yeah. 20s. Yeah. And I just keep thinking you're a grown-ass woman. And I'm not saying you have to act grown, whatever. And it's yeah. okay. Like, these thoughts aren't ever going to go away. But she doesn't handle them in a way an adult would. That's my yeah. issue with her. She should have gotten this out of her system in her 20s, 25, yes. 25, 30. She's like 32, 33 here. So it was just kind of interesting. Yeah. How she you shouldn't be afraid to tell a man what you want or how you feel at her age, I don't think. So, so yeah. yeah. But Miranda tells her she's human and she's being insane. And Carrie just goes on this big, is perfect. I'm the girl that farts. And Carrie says, what else could it be? Is it normal to be in the same bed and not do it? I think Miranda gives a really good answer, which is in line with everything we say on this podcast. She says, I guess it depends on what's normal for you. Mm-hmm. So I see it. I mean, we've slightly talked about this. Like, I see how it is like to be in the same bed and not do it. And I've seen a lot of, I think of all the TV shows or sitcoms that we've seen where the guy says, I don't want to do it. Or maybe if they're dating, he's like, oh, I don't want to sleep with you yet. And the woman goes in the tizzy, like, why does he want to sleep with me? Like, a lot of women tie their, not worth, but hold a lot of, put a lot of weight into their desirability. It is worth. You're just being kind. It is. Okay. <laughs> like, the, their desirability <laughs> directly correlates to their self-worth. Yeah. You're being nice about it, but yes. Okay. So, into that, so it's always like, why does he want to sleep with me? I remember an episode on Real World. I've watched every episode of Real World, guys, except the newest one on Facebook, where some lady he wants to sleep with me, and she's like, "Why wouldn't you want to sleep with me? Why don't you think she was upset?" And so you know all that. And now that I'm older, I realize that you know sometimes yeah, it means something. If you're watching mm-hmm. Married at they don't want to, they don't like you. But yeah. on the flip side, it doesn't always mean that. Like, don't always head into that. But you, the whole point is, as women, we should be secure in ourselves to see that if this person doesn't want to or whatever it could be for a valid reason but even if it's not for a valid reason it doesn't say anything about you it just means this person is not yeah you know, for you. Ten, so, i don't know if you remember i think it was 
last year maybe was it who knows guys time is like a nebulous construct at the moment <laughs> but um i had a conversation with you when as usual i was telling you about my dating woes mm-hmm. and how i was tired of dating because people are trash but anyway and i was saying um how at that particular moment i didn't want to date because i don't like tying myself worth to whether somebody's attracted yeah. to me yeah I don't do you remember and yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it's things people struggle with but yes. I just like to be honest about it because there is like if you feel like people desire you and you're attracted and it like not to blow my own horn <laughs> like people are attracted <laughs> to me it's not like a rarity but I didn't yeah. want to feel good about myself because men found me attractive so I was telling you that I wanted to work on feeling good about myself regardless of any external influences do you know what I mean yeah. So I think for me, I just feel like that's something everyone should go through. I think it's a process. You have to be able to boost yourself up and feel good about yourself, even when you're feeling kind of low without external validation. And it may not be men. It may be parents. It may be siblings. It may be friends. You shouldn't always need other people to make you feel good. I just feel like that's (laughs) self-care. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And all the things that we add, because we've also talked about the episode where we said, Carrie seems to be making decisions based on big. She doesn't yes. know what she wants on her own. Mm-hmm. So that's what she can present forward to big and say, this is my stance. And this is, you know, this, this works for me. This doesn't work for me. I'm flexible on this. It's until big comes up. Oh, I think I want to get married. I didn't want kids, but now he mentioned it. I didn't want that. And we have another example here um, that we'll talk about in the episode. So I think it ties into what you're saying is just having that validation for yourself. Listen, we're human beings who always yeah. want external validation. That's not going to go away, but there yeah. has to be a point where you know yourself enough when to get to that point where if someone does something to you, you are going to be hurt, but it's not going to destroy you where you have to Thank start from you. zero. You have to have again. the tools to boost yourself up again. Yes. So anyways, Carrie says, you know, I hate not knowing what is normal. You know what? I have to agree with this girl <laughs> in terms of <laughs> when you're in a tizzy and everyone's telling you like, oh, you have to do what's best for me. I don't know what's best for me. That's what I'm expecting to you. <laughs> I agree I with that. I feel like this is the nicest we've been to Carrie, even though we're still shaded her. But we get you, girl. In this yeah, episode, I kind of get you. This is the thing. Some of the things Carrie worries about, like I like we always say, we've been through it. We know what it is. And sometimes, you know, the men, you just that's part of being in a partnership is your person making you feel secure. Again, you're mm-hmm. gonna have to be yourself, but it's all part of being together. Like, I got you. But the problem is she doesn't feel secure. She's this, mm-hmm. she's just every week she's come up with Pandora's book, like, what am I gonna pick out today? Never wants to be married. What am I gonna pick out today? He's been married before. What am I gonna pick out today? So Yeah. No, it's that's like every day she yeah. finds an issue. Every day she has to find an issue. Yeah. So, anyways, um, she's writing her column, and then she asks, "How often is normal?" And we have my favorite segment of people saying stupid shit that they think makes sense. Someone says, "I masturbate three times a day." People take smoke breaks. I take whatever. Um, <laughs> somebody, I'm an average. Some some lady said. An average 33-year-old woman has sex three to five times a week. I'd like to know who that woman is. That is true. What are you talking about? They said an average single 33-year-old has sex three to five. This is not people in a relationship, but 
Anyways, I don't know where they got that. A single Maybe. person. I'm like, that sounds like nonsense, <laughs> but okay. In 1998. So some man says, I haven't had sex since the baby was born, and that baby's about to apply to Yale. <laughs> <laughs> that part made me laugh. <laughs> that was funny and then some lady said once a day two times on special days i don't think these things add anything maybe it's a comedic relief i guess but yeah so samantha says normal of course she goes to samantha for the sex question who i think is the worst person to ask but okay samantha says normal is the halfway point between what you want and what you can get did that make sense to you I couldn't crack my Again, brain. it's one of those things I always say, it sounds profound at first, yeah. but then when you really think about it, you're like, what does this mean? <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. It didn't mean anything to me that I was like, I was just yeah. going to ask because I don't know, maybe it makes sense and I'm just slow. No. But, um, di- she disappointed me this episode, but I guess we'll get to it. She said <laughs> some things I was just like, mm, okay. But anyway, like I said, Samantha is not the right person to go. Of course, one, she's going to think something's wrong. Samantha is not a relationship person. Samantha is just about getting her nut. So if she's not getting the nut, everything is back out, danger zone, Uh everything free. So Samantha says, I think there's trouble. Sex is a barometer for what's going on in a relationship. I don't necessarily think that's true, but maybe it is. Do you think it's true? To some extent. And it doesn't. Okay, no, because her, her statement was sex. I would say intimacy, but that's me adding no. stuff she didn't say. But yeah, yeah. For sex, I feel like it can be. It depends on your relationship. Because to some people, that's how they express their love. And if all of a sudden you're not having it, I would think there's something wrong. Especially yeah. for something you're doing regularly. Like twice a yeah. day, like the woman in the vodka yeah. set. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, she tells her that she farted and Samantha says that is a huge mistake. Men don't like women to be human. Men don't like women who fart, who douche, who use tampons or have hair in places. And I was going to ask, when did this not having hair trend start? Let me put out there, because for everyone who knows me, I don't like hair. Mine is not because of porn, because of anything or whatever. I've just never liked hair. Like, I don't know why. I'm just grossed out by it. I Mm -hmm. I don't know what... But there was a time where, you know, people weren't waxing. People weren't like it was normal to. I mean, it still is, but it was OK to have hair. But at what point? Because I remember a male friend when he was saying something and I got so mad at him. I don't like hair, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to stand for it. He said something about hair. And I was like, what? You watched a few porn videos and all of a sudden no one should have hair and you don't like hair. When did your taste buds change? And all of a sudden you realize that. You don't want hair. Like, do you think it's a media thing or that? No, okay. What, is- what you're saying, that's exactly my issue. I feel like there was a point where I'm not someone who particularly enjoys hair on my body either. But I know, like, even when I was in college, all of that, some people chose to, some people didn't. And there kind of wasn't that pressure that you had to. But there yeah. was, I feel like there's been a shift in the last few years yep. where. Is more like if you do choose to have hair, number one is either a political statement. Yes. Or number two, there's something wrong with you. Like, why would you do that? Men will be so blah, blah, blah by it. Do you know what I mean? And I do yeah. think there was a shift. And I don't know if I can pinpoint it, but I do think porn has a big deal um, part to do with it because mm-hmm. a lot of people, it's patriarchy. They're still trying to do things to please men. Yeah. At the end, of, they may not admit it, but that's what a lot of people do. 
And I feel like that's kind of fed and become quote unquote mainstream. And also social media, we're more aware because people love to share more <laughs> about what they do with their body, what goes on in their lives, where before you may not know what the, the next woman's doing. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 it does. I think I was just curious because she made the statement, this was 1998, when she says and they don't like women to have hair in places, um, in certain places. And I'm like, when did this start? I thought it was later, but I guess it's been she that way. She been talking about underarms and not necessarily just bikini, but then I guess she said, Yes, a man broke up with her because she missed the bikini. Yeah. See, that's what I was saying. Samantha kind of disappointed me because I just always thought her a little bit. I was like, girl, this is sounded real, you know, patriarchy princess right now. So, (laughs) but um, Samantha is so shallow, but in a very impressive yoga pose because she was holding her ankles from the, I don't know how to describe this, but it was very downward facing dog or no? No. No, okay. she, was, she was holding, her legs were up in the air, like lying flat on your stomach, then raising your torso and raising your legs, and she was holding her, her ankles yes. backwards. Um, I remember now. Very impressive, because the whole time, Carrie was just bitching. I don't think Carrie did any yoga there, just whining her ass away. But um, <laughs> she tells Carrie, just fuck his brains out. Men are uncomplicated. They're like plants. I hate when people say men are uncomplicated. Ooh, thank you. The infantilization, I can never say that word, of men. Thank you. <laughs> they're like, they're not that hit. Just fuck them, feed them, and they're fine. And like, No, they're um, not. They have all this They're humans. They don't shoot people and kill women for nothing. They don't want to have power over women because they're so simple. No. Thank they don't men as, oh, she's fucking the crew. No. There's complication that goes with that. So... This whole men are not complicated is so annoying, but yeah. They're human beings, just like women are. They're varied and they have their own thoughts and feelings. I just think that whole thing is nonsense. I'm 100% with you. They're just not allowed to express their emotions as much as we can, so they don't even know what to do with the emotions. So, Anyways, Mm -hmm. the yoga instructor, and he's being suggestive with Samantha. She breathes in and out, and Samantha being Samantha, she's like, would you like to go out for coffee? So they're sitting down. His name is Siddhartha. And they're mm-hmm. sipping tea, and he tells her, I'm celibate. Samantha's face cracked me all the way up. She looked like she smelled something rancid. She's like, like said, I'm a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, but why? <laughs> He's like, I do tantric celibacy for three years. Um, he's been practicing for three years now. She asks again, again, why? <laughs> and <then> he says, <laughs> She seems so distraught because they did have chemistry. They had sexual mm-hmm. feelings were very palpable through the screen. And then he says it was all ego. Where he is now is so much better. It's like three or four play. Man, that sounds like torture, but okay. Yep. And just, Samantha is in, she's not listening. And she's like, my apartment is around the corner. He's like, the only thing better than not having than having sex is not having sex. Again, just words. And I mean, I'm not dismissing it, guys. I'm just saying. I am. But in a way. <laughs> like, I'm trying to find the balance between us saying respect what people want, but I'm just like, okay, come on, guys. But Samantha and and Charlotte, oh, Carrie and Charlotte, I think, meet for dinner. And I don't even think she said hi. She just starts talking about her situation with Big. I'm like, this girl is so selfish. Like, I don't understand. But for some reason, again, we've talked about something similar. She couldn't mention to charlotte that she farted 
Yeah, I thought that was strange too. Like, mm, well, and I think I've said it before that sometimes when you have a judgy friend who you just feel is going to make it worse, you just be like, I, I just don't want to deal with this right now. But yeah. this is the second time she's done it. As, isn't this the second episode? In yes. Because yeah. at the she baby shower episode, they didn't, she didn't tell her she'd missed her period. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think if she had told her, it would color everything. But here's my thing. If you were going to tell Samantha, because the equivalent of not telling Charlotte about the fart, no, the equivalent of telling Charlotte about the fart is the equivalent of telling Samantha that you're not having sex. Yes. So, you know, for her not to mention it, I'm just like, do you really not rate Charlotte? Well, maybe they see her as a child as I do, because in my mind, Charlotte is like a 15-year-old girl, but okay. Um, <laughs> Charlotte tells her, you're fine. People put so much emphasis on sex. It's not the most important thing, which I agree with. I think it's important. I don't think it's the most important thing. It just has a lot of power to skew your relationship one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Yay, nay? I don't know. Oh, uh, no, but, I agree with you. I agree with you. So she goes, like, for example, me and Kevin have been dating a few weeks, but no sex. And he respects my boundaries and I like it. And is this a new guy or is this the guy she met at the party the last It's episode? a new guy. Charlotte oh, keeps yeah. a man, okay? She keeps oh, a new yeah. man. <laughs> so um, Carrie says meeting a friend's new boyfriend for the first time is always tense. What if you don't like him? What if he doesn't like you? How do you feel about that, Nana? Uh, tense, no. <laughs> I don't think I've ever felt tense to meet a friend's new person. I do sometimes think, oh, what if I don't like them? Now you're just going to have to fake it for the duration they're together. But I don't think I've ever felt tense at the thought of meeting a friend's boyfriend. Have you? Um, no. I don't think I've ever felt tense. I can't, It's been a long time. Like I said, a lot of my friends are married, so it's been a while yeah. since I met a new boyfriend. But I think I agree with you. It's more the situation of, I don't think meeting them it's through the duration of the relationship where you're like, oh man, I'm not feeling this person. Mm-hmm. Where this person seems to like them and you have to just go along with it or you're supposed to be honest. That's the part that gets me all in the tizzy. Like, yeah. you- the part that gets me in the tizzy is when their boyfriend is either boring or, you know, we all have that friend that insists on bringing their partner to everything. And sometimes <laughs> you're just like, why are you here? <laughs> Not that you dislike the person, but why are you here? Must you follow them everywhere? <laughs> so okay, maybe never, that's that where the tense comes for me. So I've never experienced it. Mine is just like if I you feel when no. there's like a group of women and there's always one that brings their boyfriend, and you're just like, Why are you here? <laughs> no. Maybe it's just me. It's happened to me quite a few times. No, uh-huh. mine is just like if I feel they're not being treated at their best or my friend is not at their best self, like you can just tell mm-hmm. the person is at the same time, like, who are you even to judge what is or what's not? So, yeah. But anyways, it turns out that Carrie had slept with Charlotte's boyfriend. Honestly, I think Charlotte handled this better than I thought she would. Because Way he, better. he got a beeper and then he stepped away because I can just see Carrie. Oh my God, Miranda, what do I do? What do I do? Blah, 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 blah. Charlotte was just like, we don't have time for this shit. Tell me about it. When was this? Three years ago. Did you do this? No, it wasn't serious. How long is it? I can live with that shit. And then she could tell that Carrie was going back. But she's like, um, Carrie, we don't have time for this. Why'd you break up? What's going on? There's no time for diplomacy. Just say it. Carrie's like, he's a sex maniac. And that's it. <laughs> Charlotte was like, huh. 
And then the I scene love that section, by the way. I thought it was really well done. <laughs> I know. For me, it was just good to see Charlotte act like a grown woman. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of season one, I haven't really liked Charlotte only because, not for all the scenarios, only because she keeps acting like a child. Not like yeah. Carrie Child, but like an actual child child. Like she's this helpless person and I don't like it. Let me ask you a question because this whole scene, I don't know, not that it spun me, but it gave me a lot to think about. If you were in, um, how long had Charlotte said she'd been dating this guy? A, a few um, weeks, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you were in her situation and then you found out that he dated one of your best friends three years yeah. ago, would yeah. you continue to date him? I think it depends. You know how you meet some people okay. and you know, like, mm, this isn't going anywhere. It's just a pastime or just a whatever. Yeah. I would let that go. Now, if I mm-hmm. felt the actual true potential, but I think what ultimately matters is everybody has different sets of people that different exes that mean something to them. If mm-hmm. that person is one of the non motherfucking factors for the friend and mm-hmm. I felt that there was potential, yes, I could bypass it. If this is one okay. of that person's exes and I felt like, mm, I don't really see this going anywhere, whatever. I'll back away. Because again, going okay. back to that being friends with exes, the whole comparison thing. So we just sit there and I'm telling my, if I ever want to vent to my friend or everything, she'd be like, I know. Oh, that thing he does. Went, mm, that's just weird, man. Yeah. You just have to know just to keep your mouth shut. I actually think that's a great answer because this might be an unpopular opinion. Like with the whole thing with girl code, blah, blah, blah. I feel like some people carry girl code quote unquote on top of their head to prevent you from ever dating somebody because there's some communities we're in where we know the dating pool is small or you're going to run across the same people and some people will like state claim on somebody that they dated five years ago through that they did like maybe they only went on a couple of dates with that it was never that serious but just for the fact that that person is now interested in you they'll make a big deal out of it. I feel like we all know deep down what the true line is. Like you said, if that person was meaningful, like was in a meaningful relationship with that person, stay well away. Or if they were like actual boyfriend and girlfriend, like stay well away. But you can't veto every single person that maybe someone went on a few dates with forever. I don't know. I just feel like it's unrealistic. Yeah, it's not. But at the same time, it's just like, yo, there's a whole bunch of people in the world. Really? Really? It just yeah. has to be someone I've dated. So that's where the sh- the icky part about it is for me. Mm-hmm. That I'm just like, I can do without. Like, I'm, I don't know. that. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a line. It's a I, blurry I line. I feel some type of way if my friend, like, started dating someone. But I don't think I'd care too much, ultimately, if it wasn't anybody that was important to me. Like you said. Yeah. But because yeah, it's one of those things, I guess you have to take it as it comes, right? You won't yeah, know. No basis. So, um, anyways, you think that you hear sex maniac and your mind goes in a tizzy, but no, not our child like Charlotte. Charlotte says this is a plus. She's so moved. They're in a cab and she's kissing on him. He's like, I'm so moved that you could hold up this long for me. And I appreciate your patience and it's going to pay off. And then they're in the bed. I don't know what's happening, but they're making out furiously. It's almost like they're dry humping, but they're just making out, but it's very aggressive. And then he rolls up and says, um, I don't think this is going to work. And then Charlotte's like, why is it me? Again, going back to what we're saying, we never are like, is, are you okay? Something wrong with you? Our first thing is always, is it me? Man, yeah. We have a hard thing to do. <laughs> yeah, but, that's not healthy. 
yeah like women just we just have a tendency to do that to say oh what have i done or anything he goes no there's nothing wrong with you i'm just not sexual she goes it's me right because carrie told me you were sexual no oh, god if you were charlotte would you tell the person that carrie told me you were sexual no no why would i tell somebody i was discussing our sex life with somebody you used to date no that's my whole point if you're going to date a friend's like ex or former date or whatever there's some things you just won't have to talk about you don't bring that up to your boyfriend or the person you're dating yeah it's like we've all moved on i wouldn't ever say that would you uh no i will well okay i want to say no i won't but Maybe in a moment of frustration, like you liar, Carrie just talking. <laughs> so I don't know. I wouldn't say I would say no, but listen, we're all human beings. We don't know what we're capable of until we're it's finished. True. It's true. So, anyways, he goes, um, yeah, that was before the Prozac, and then she goes, oh, don't worry about it. And this made me laugh. He's like, I don't. Nothing makes me worry. <laughs> oh. My oh. God. Oh, we go back to Carrie and Carrie is terrified of going to Biggs. But as she's thinking about it, she sees her neighbors across the window having sex. And she says her desire overcame her fear. And she calls him. Can I come over? He says, yes. Um, I don't know. The continuity was this was very weird. But Samantha and Siddhartha, they're doing all this meditation. She's trying to get into his tantric celibacy. And then in the middle of the meditation, Samantha just goes, you're hard. <laughs> Actually, Samantha talks funny on this show. I don't even know what she <laughs> And then casually, like if she didn't say anything, he's like, I know, it'll go down. And then she goes, so can I. And then she tries to uh. act funny. <laughs> because I'm just remembering all these moments. She tries to take off his pants and he just like swats her away like, no, stop. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, guys? This is like a plot twist. I actually think Samantha irritated me the most <laughs> this episode. I was like, this man has told you he's not going to have sex with you. Leave him alone. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes. Must you always be this crazy? Her brain that way. So the way Charlotte is so gung-ho about getting married, that is what Samantha is about getting laid. So it's like, why exactly are you a man? And you don't want to have sex. It doesn't make sense to me. So I'm like, he's told you no. This is the second time he's told you no. Leave the man alone. <laughs> I think that is true. This should be in our segment of does this fly or does this not? Because he mm. has to go and you're still pushing on him. Yep. And it was the if other the, round. Yeah. We would definitely have an issue with it if the gender roles were reversed. And we know we would. So through that. So Carrie shows up feeling sexy and confident, according to her. She's trying to make out with him, but this man is watching a fight. I don't like, you know, there's that trope on TV where it's like, or just in general, where a guy's trying to watch a game or trying to watch a fight or whatever, and the women are just like all over. And that's the moment where they choose to. I don't like how they try to make it seem. And I don't know if it's different because I know we watch sports. So yes. I guess it's interesting, maybe if someone you know if we know someone like sports and they're watching a game like it's not exactly the right that's, time i'll be very honest with you that's a trope that's always bothered me in life when people act like it's only men like, that yeah. are interested in sports because as you well know yeah like me and you both we both watch a lot of sports and i know plenty of women who yeah. enjoy sports i don't think sports are a male thing i think i don't know why we've accepted that as fact is not and I'll, if I was watching Liverpool yeah. play, don't come and talk to me about our relationship. Are you joking? Like, this isn't the time. Yeah. Like, it's not even sports. Listen, when I was in college and I was obsessed with friends, I had a guy who wanted to come over to my dorm 
primetime NBC at 8 p.m. What? And I thought, don't do it. And everyone thought I was crazy. I take my TV very seriously. Like, it doesn't even have to be sports. But if you're going to get with me, like, respect. Like, let's plan around it. Like, let's just, it's just, again, a human, regular, something is important to someone. We can work. I'll give another 24 hours. Someone asked if they could call me. <laughs> Last Sunday, and I was like, "No, not at this time. I'm going to be watching Versus with Patty and, yeah. and Gladys Knight." And they're like, "Are you serious?" I'm like, "Yes, I'm very serious because I'm like, this is a shitty time. This is a highlight of my week. I love music. I adore music, and I like to enjoy legends with Twitter commentary. It makes everything more fun. It's exciting. Like, can I have these two hours for enjoyment in my week? We have the rest of the week to have this conversation. It wasn't that deep. But I see that as like, it's some, like you said, it's something I enjoy. We can find another time for this. Sorry. Yep. Mm-hmm. I agree. But anyways, our little Miss Carrie, she continues and continues. She sits on his lap. She kisses his ear. And then Big gets frustrated. And he was like, would you knock it the fuck off? Like, it was necessary to use the F word because this girl was relentless. And she's all, fine, I'll leave. And then she leaves. And then I was like, please don't follow her. Please don't follow her. Please don't follow her. And then <laughs> she's like, why are you acting nuts? She's like, maybe because I'm not perfect and I don't fit in. And then he just leaves. And then she waits for him to. That's when I was like, please don't follow her. Where the opposite? I was hoping he would follow her just because i feel like big is always on thin ice <laughs> i'm just like come on at least follow her and say you'll talk to her another time but when he didn't i know this is mean i did kind of laugh in my head <laughs> no he should have on a regular basis he should have but i'm so frustrated with carrie at this point that i'm not she shouldn't where i think he took it too far was like you know she didn't have a cell phone or whatever back in the day she got all the way home expecting a voicemail and he didn't even leave a voicemail to be like Hey, I know you left in a bar a bad note. I'm not quite sure. Hope you got home safe. I was like, okay, that was too far. But their relationship is, it weird. is weird. Lack of communication. It's so weird. Jeez, Louise. But anyways, we get a scene. Samantha is frustrated and she's horny. She's starting to touch herself, but decides, you know, I've come this far. I'm not going to. I was really proud of her. Like that was restraint for mm-hmm. her. Miranda is returning a blockbuster video. And Nana, why? We talk about the fashion here. Why do they dress Miranda? I get it that she's supposed to be an attractive friend. I told you guys how on the description for her character, they said unattractive, whatever it was they said. Do they have to dress this girl like a hobo? <laughs> she looked like she rolled out of bed and sweat. I could see it. They went too and far. And they were like and sweats. They're the kind of sweats you wear, you know, when you're on your period, you don't want to be bothered. But she went outside in those clothes. Yeah. <laughs> The whole thing, I've just been offended, actually, by how they dress her. Because if she's not in that, she's in a suit, and it's not like the suit. And then you see her beside Carrie, and it's like, okay, there's a stark contrast. Like, actually, for all of them, like, they just went to... Samantha's always dressed amazingly, and Charlotte, even in, like, I know she doesn't, like, showy clothes, but Charlotte always looks good, too. Her dresses are always nice. Her suits are always nice. You're right. There's a market difference between all of them. Yeah. So um, she's being catcalled by construction workers and she just lets it go and rolls her eyes. Carrie started a project, honestly, because of a fart and because he's not having sex with her, this woman starts redecorating her kitchen or repainting her kitchen. She says she's doing the project to stop from obsessing. And I'm like, geez, Louise, go write a book or something. But okay. 
Miranda comes over and Carrie tells her that Big hasn't called in two days. Again, these people are weird. We used to speak every day. And oh, well, it's over. I never should have farted. And I'm like, so what I was going to say is like, I can relate to her in that back in the day. I used to have that thing like where anything happens. I'm like, oh, well, it's over. Yes. That's it. I mean, I still and do that it. Me, that I can't even say back in the day. And it's, <laughs> anytime you have a fight or anything i'll be like oh this is it it's a, when you don't again when you don't have the security in a relationship and you think this is the end but for her to now say i never should have farted and then miranda felt the way i feel i love miranda so much she's like i've had enough it's not about the fucking fart again when someone uses the f word they've had it up to here <laughs> they don't want to say this anymore and then carrie goes Okay, I know. I know it's not about the part. I think that I'm in love with him and I'm terrified and I'm not perfect. What if he never calls and then I see he's married three weeks later? Like, wow. Big is not perfect, Tyza girl. Relax. Miranda says, when did you get so obsessed about being perfect? And then Carrie says something about him. There's something about him. She's not like herself. When she's around him, she's together, Carrie, and I have to be the certain way. I wear certain things. It's exhausting. And then I'm like, why are you with a man that you cannot be yourself? The thing is, I always think that should be one. I feel like I could understand if this was right when they first met. Because, you know, when you first meet somebody, especially when you really like them, you're always so scared of, like, either scaring them away or, or messing anything up. But you guys have been dating for a little bit now. You spent all your time at each other's house, well, all you spent all your time at his house, all of that. This has been going on for a while now, and it should get to the point where you should be comfortable around him or be mature enough to have a conversation with him. I'm just like, so what are you guys yeah. doing? <laughs> or? But even she has something that's exhausting, and then she spirals for every little thing, and I'm just like, if that's not a sign, I don't know what to mm-hmm. tell you. But anyway... Miranda just says, stop. What if he doesn't like that? And then she just stops because she sees the neighbors having sex. And in some way, they call all of them. I like how all of them are always available for whenever they need all four of them to be together. And that's then they something all that hasn't aged sex. well, by the way, because that's a myth. If you think you're going to get four people together at a moment's notice. No. <laughs> We've had it so many times. When they had the cab, remember the anal sex um, yes. emergency? And they all came together. All of them are always available. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so Miranda goes to Blockbuster again. And this time she re- responds to the construction worker. And he's just going off. You want this? I want to get laid. I want to marry. He's like, relax, lady. I want to get married. This is a pointless. That scene. whole thing That's was the only reason why I mentioned like, it. Like, what, what was it teaching was, us? What? Like, I thought it was even going to be a scene where she's like, oh, at least I'm still desired. Or something. I don't, it was yeah. pointless. But anyways, Samantha, we're back in the yoga studio. And um, her yoga friend with the tantric celibacy, he's correcting her. And then she snaps and she tells him to keep his hands off of her. And then she randomly just starts asking men around, do you want to fuck? Samantha is relentless. What a That's what I'm saying. She irritated me this episode. I don't know why. Because I'm like, this man doesn't want to have sex with you. Samantha, like, just go choose someone else to have sex with. Why does it have to be this particular man? And clearly you're not enjoying the experiment of, like, withholding sex is not you just let it go and i just feel like do the way she was like she was melt guys she was mouthing to like one guy wanna fuck another one wanna fuck i was like girl is it that deep like i don't know 
Well, that's what I was about to ask was that, do you think they meant for her to be like a nymphomaniac? Like, is that the word? Like, I don't know. She just seems so well, thirsty. I'm like, Sinatra. that's how they wrote her this episode. She definitely came across as super thirsty and it wasn't cute. I'm like, Samantha, as much as Oof. she's like very open and liberated, I don't want them to paint her as desperate. It annoyed me because she came across as desperate yeah. this episode. Like, you don't have to be desperate just because you like sex, you know? Yeah, I agree. So anyway, Charlotte is giving Kevin a hand job to no avail. And then she asks him if he'll ever give up Prozac. He's like, nope. And she goes, not even for me. And this reminded me and jogged my memory to the guy who wanted the blowjob. And she was like, she said the same thing when he says, I intend to have many blowjobs and I hope you be, be there when I get it. And she's like, don't you think you can do without? Not even for me. I'm telling you, she's a child. This whole scene, I was like, girl, this man has just told you that Prozac has changed his life. He was miserable before, so that's why he was a nymphomaniac. Like, sex was his outlet. It was like a, like an expression of his misery. Yeah. And he's told you he's on medication yeah. and he's doing so much better. He feels fantastic. And then you ask him to get off it. Clearly, this is a big issue for you. I will just think, you know what, I am so happy for you. This is not going to work for me, but I'm really happy for you. Like, right? Yep. Right. Because he did say, he said, wouldn't you rather be with a guy that's kind and giving and not that interested in sex than an unstable, oversex prick who only wants sex? <laughs> Charlotte was like, nope. But it brings up, it's not exactly the same thing, but I think sometimes, and you know, I hate straddling the fence. I always wish I had a clear-cut answer. But in life, you know, they always give us this thing, or even back in the day on social media, would you rather be with a guy who hits you or a guy who hits you? Would you rather be, it's all these like extreme like you think this like you can't have it all i'm not one that thinks that everybody has it all i've always said in every relationship there's always going to be a mm -hmm. hate you don't know what it is you don't know what it is your only goal is that both of you can get it together and then for you to know and it's one of those things where okay your relationship is between two of you nobody ever says what it is sometimes you do but you never know what it is but you're hoping that both of you can get through that hump together and it's something like they always say when you um are with a partner or when you choose someone you're in a relationship with you you're not going to get a hundred percent but you have to make sure that their negatives are something you can exactly handle. like whatever so, they lack is something you can live without and whatever you like it has to be something yes. they can live without you have to meet someone in the middle yeah. yes and everybody is different because there will be some women who be like oh i have the companionship I'm not getting whatever. I'm fine with that. You know, we just be together. We go to the movies together. But if you know you want sex, why are you trying to change Thank this man? You. Like what you said, his life has changed. He feels happier. He's the one that went through the misery. So you want him to be miserable again just so you can get dick. I, well, that's you know. ridiculous. I'm sorry. I would really, I'd be so happy for him. He turned his life around. But unfortunately, <laughs> sex is too important to me, etc. I'm going to have to move on. That's what I would have said. I just, I don't know. Maybe look at yeah, his side. Yeah, I'm glad she did. She just said, nope, it's not something she could do. But anyways, we get back to Big. Big comes over to her apartment, which I think was so weird that this is the first time that he's just come over to her place. That means she's been bending over so backwards that she goes to his place. Because I feel a little part of her is ashamed of her place. That's what she I thought. Asked I thought why it was he weird that that was his first time there as well. Yeah. She asked why he didn't call. And he said, why didn't you call? Mm -hmm. I'm like, this guy... Because he's right, but at the same time, he's being yes. a dick. Why didn't you stop? And then 
the same way you know we said he was condescending about her job that's how i felt he was about the yes. apartment because he said so this is where you live in my head what i heard was like wow poor people you know they can have nice places and too Paris and he kept saying nice. especially for new york standards ah. is very nice actually unrealistically nice for carrie's job but that's another thing i'm sure we'll get down to like way further down the series but I think yeah. it all ties into what you said previously that Big does not respect Harry. And he keeps showing us that he doesn't respect her. Yeah. And for you to be ashamed, first of all, you're ashamed to be yourself around him. You're ashamed to show him your apartment. You've gone to only his place. That would be a red flag for mm-hmm. me. Like, I don't mind if it's like, oh, you're not so comfortable in my place or we go to, but at least give me the decency of coming over to my place and at least staying one night. Even if you can't do it, do it for yep. me. But he just kept saying Nice. It's actually very nice. What you are not going to well actually my place. <laughs> actually very so, nice. Oh my god. You know, she's overcompensating. She goes, No, it's a mess. I want to change a lot of it and blah blah. He's like, Oh, I like it the way it is. Now I get what they were trying to do. It was trying to be a metaphor, like you don't have to change yourself. I like what it is, but I was not buying what he was selling, but that's just nope. me. I wasn't feeling so he was just walking around, like, giving himself a tour. And then he's like, what was that all about? And she says me having a meltdown. And he says nothing. And then he just says, do you know there's a couple humping outside your window? Um, she goes, nope, never noticed. He goes, we can do better than that. And then they, and then she says, and then he kissed me. Yeah. And it's on normal and sometimes feel so uncomfortable i was so mad was so, no, so, okay can, can we just backtrack why would you lie about not noticing again that's you not being yourself right what'd you say sorry i thought you sarcastic oh okay, okay. Like, oh, no never noticed like how the hell do you miss someone fucking outside my window oh, okay like, i didn't on. realize that was sarcasm i clearly did not catch that okay never mind then <laughs> <laughs> I think she was, but they had no conflict resolution. Nope. And this goes back to what was that fight they had where it ended with the dinner? She wanted to get married, and he said, I never wanted to. And they were tasting pasta sauce. Yeah. It never really, he just, that's it. They don't talk about that's stuff. The thing. And she then told him she wanted he, a family, and he was like, uh, Taste the sauce. <laughs> yeah. So they don't talk about stuff. Miranda has to bear the brunt of it. And then she goes there, creates a whole scenario. And you know what? At this point, you like it. I love it, Carrie. Like, if you can't realize that this is not what you want and you're bending over so much. And that's why she always goes off in a tizzy because she's doing so much bending that it comes out, you know, in the yeah. wrong way. And at the wrong time. Just think about it. You've literally been traipsing up and down New York with your friends for the last two, three days. Actually, we could say what? two weeks if we want to include her not having sex with him complaining and yeah. he comes over and you don't discuss what the heart of the issue is and you end the episode with yeah. him, and then he kissed me and we're supposed to just move on girl why did you waste my time Yep, I feel like she wasted oh, my yeah, time yeah. for the last 24 minutes of the episode <laughs> I don't even know oh man she's a booty call to this guy I think but oh, oh well it's Juju I'm telling you she needs to pray <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's all I got for the episode so I think it had it was more funny than the usual and the characters were not in their best light but yeah but all the while it was an okay episode yeah, yeah. it definitely it was not like a terrible episode but it wasn't one of their best so 
I am, yeah. yeah. I, I just thought it was pointless, the whole thing. But, hey, we're in it for the long haul with these two. So, I guess we need to strap in. So, next week is going to be the finale. Oh, my God. I actually can't believe it. We stuck it out for season I one. I love it. I hope you guys are enjoying it as well. I know a lot of my friends yeah. have told me they've really been enjoying rewatching the the whole season. So I hope you have too. Yeah, we hope so too. So we'd also love to hear from you. We say this every week, but we mean it. We'd love to hear from you. You can leave reviews for us and five star reviews. We appreciate it. Our handle on social media is the rewatch times two. T-H-E-R-E-W-A-T-C-H-X-2. Send us a DM. Um, you can email us too. That's at gmail. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to us. We will see you next week for the finale. Yes, have a wonderful week, everyone. Bye.